Hi guys, welcome to the Creepy Coffee House, where we serve up your weekly dose of spooky stories. I'm Amber. I'm Ashlyn. And this is the eighth episode of our show where we talk about weird, morbid stuff and drink coffee and get on weird, long tangents about TV and movies. Yeah, we get a little sidetracked. A lot. A lot of sidetracked. Yeah. But I think that's why you guys keep coming back. Yeah, we're fun. Not just for the scary stuff, but for the fun stuff, too. Yeah. At least I hope so. So what's new with you, Amber? I don't think anything really um no I don't have anything okay um there is a new show on Netflix that I plan on trying to watch soon I think it's um called an American Murder Next Door yes um Blake watched it with his buddies one night at like 3 a.m like with Chris and Shanann Watts Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah and he said it was really good and Blake said we should do that story and I was like um isn't that like Two years ago? <laughs> it was like a family annihilator story, yeah. which, are re- which is always a hard story mm. to document. But I remember hearing about it a while ago, and then I completely forgot about it until it popped up in, like, things you might be interested in on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to try to check that one out at some point. But if not, we can try to make that a double shot, too. But, yeah. So I think that's funny that your husband watched that. That's mm-hmm. cute. He did. Yeah, him and his boys did. I love that. Late night. <laughs> So, yeah, I am definitely really interested in that. Um, uh, I don't think anything else is going on. Going to a party this weekend. I had to get my Halloween costume. It was a toss-up of what I wanted to be. It was, like, either a gumball machine because my belly's getting a little bit bigger or the Grinch. Aubrey had recommended that one because the Grinch has, like, a pot belly. Mm. But my belly, it's, like, it's not big enough to perfect either the gumball machine or the Grinch. So I'm trying to decide. But, yeah. Um, so my son, anybody who knows him knows he's just, like, the sweetest, the goofiest. Just he's funny. Down-to-earth yeah. kid anybody will ever meet. And we actually had our conferences yesterday with his teacher. And his teacher said that she just loves him she's so blessed to have him in her class and she brags about him to her own family when she gets home from school and um so I guess it was probably last week or so he said that for Halloween he wanted to be a hot dog which is just so my son it's so him it's so him literally I just see him being you know that dancing hot dog in the snapchats Yes. With the headphones, that's exactly what I see him doing, and it's so funny. Like, he, he just has the goofiest, funnest personality, and um, I guess when they were talking about it at school, they can't dress up at school this year, but he had brought it up with his friends, and um, they were like, a hot dog, and they started laughing, and I guess Sam kind of got his feelings a little bit hurt, and of course, in my emotional state, and he I was, was like, and Sam was like, did I fucking stutter? A hot dog. I wish... <laughs> I wish my child said that in school. <laughs> Maybe you didn't. Those conferences would have gone a little bit a sideways. Little bit differently. I'm so your he- child. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess it's, yeah, his feelings got a little bit hurt. And like I said, in my emotional state, everything just makes me cry. Yeah. So, like, he told me this, and I'm just straight up bawling because I'm thinking, oh, the ridicule is already starting. And so. Kids are horrible to each other. They are. And, like, I was like, Sam, never be ashamed of who you are or who you want to be. And I didn't say this, but unless you're a murderer or a psychopath, don't do that. But well, I'm they, not they couldn't feel ashamed either way. <laughs> yeah. But a psychopath. I told him, I was like, if you want to be a hot dog, you be a hot dog. I bet all those other kids are going to be superheroes or some stupid thing from Fortnite. Forget about it. You be They're a hot dog. They're all going to be 
Basic. The dogs from the Wonder Pets. No, what is it? Paw Patrol. Wonder Pets is the hamster and the turtle and the bird from when Lindsay was a child. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so I told him, I was like, if you go as a hot dog, I'll go as a hot dog. So I got his hot dog costume. What if you're like something that goes with a hot dog? See, and I was thinking that I was like, what if you do just ketchup? like ketchup and mustard, you and Cody? Yeah, well, and I told my parents about it, and they're gonna dress up like hot dogs. And so I told, um, is this like a hot dogs for same kind of thing now? Is this gonna yeah. be his? See, here's the thing: if it gets too big, that's just always gonna be his thing. And then when he's older, he's gonna be like, why the hell do you guys keep bugging me about freaking hot dogs? No, it's not gonna be like that. I think it was just you know, this is our way of supporting our son and tell him it's okay if you want to stand out. Like mm-hmm. it's okay. To be but like, weird. Don't and let the hot dog thing pass Halloween. You know what I mean? Like yeah. specifically? I don't know. that could be weird. If I get a hot dog costume, I can see myself wearing it around the house. So, Are you serious? You'd wear a hot dog costume around the house? Dude, fuck yeah. Why not? I'm a fucking hot dog. Why wouldn't I want to dress up like a hot dog? I don't know. I'll wear it. And I'll wear it here. You know what I've been thinking about trying to do? Trying to accumulate a whole like period specific early 1800s dress. Ooh. Because I feel like that would be, like, a perfect costume every year. That'd be pretty. Maybe even, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how... I thought you were talking about just wearing in general. It's like... Oh, yeah, no. I'd wear that around the house. I'd just be the own haunted lady in the window. The (laughs) the woman in black and period-specific clothing. You could just stand there on Halloween. Yes! Dude, I have that huge front window. We're not coming here. (laughs) I'm just gonna stand out there. Yeah, the woman in black haunts that house. It's really just the girl who lives there, but she looks like she's from the 1800s. Um, That'd be really funny. That me. would be. I I can totally see you wearing that. Um, you know my poodle skirt that I wore mm-hmm. to our grease showing. Like I freaking love wearing those sort of things. Like the tea. What are they called? Like teacup skirts? No, that's not right. The poodle skirts? They're not. They're poodle skirts, but it's not just the poodle skirt. It's oh, like it's the, the circle skirt. skirt. Yeah. I know um, how to make those. Well, so if you want that in a different color without a poodle. Yeah, without a poodle, they're called like tea something. I feel like. I don't Maybe know. Maybe just tea skirts? I don't know. I don't know. When you but, say tea, I immediately go tea bird, and I'm like, tell um, me more. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Um, yeah, but like even Casey Lynn, she's trying to get into like making those sort of styles and stuff. So I, I think her sister's borrowing her sewing machine, but she's like, and after you're pregnant, or, I have a sewing machine. Okay, all of you can just make me like fifty styles. Oh, I don't want to make you stuff. I want to make me stuff. Well, you can. Then don't tell me you've got a sewing machine and then not going to make me anything. Well, How I dare could, you? but, like, I just don't want to be, like, you know, all your little mice making your dresses. <clears throat> I'm Cinderella, bitch. Make me my dresses. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, But, yeah, I just love those styles. So, Casey Lynn said that she'll make me some, like, 50-style dresses whenever I'm not pregnant. And I was like, I will totally rock those anywhere because mm-hmm. I love the style back then. Um, they have really good spinny skirts, and that's what I like. They're yes. very spinny. Are those swing skirts? Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. But, but I know what you mean, because they're like a complete circle. Like, if you're turning and you lay all the material out, it's a complete circle, and it's like you're in the middle of it here. Well, I don't want it to, like, poof out. No, no, no. It's not a poof. Like a... It's like it's just the one piece of fabric is a full, complete circle, and then you put your body through the middle, and that's what gives it all those little... When it hangs, how it's more, like, flowy. Yeah, it's called a T-skirt. It is called a T-skirt. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, that's a circle skirt, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, like, I just think that those are circle. so cute. I'll just wear some heels with it. Um, I'm freaking They're not. Off. That one, those are really easy to make, too. They're very good beginner's crap, like. So you can make it for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's what you're saying. <laughs> I, 
we'll see what I'm up to. Let's wait until after I'm, I've lost the baby weight. Oh, I feel better now. Um, but yeah, anyway, so going to be a hot dog for Halloween and I'm so freaking excited. I don't care what anybody says. And if it makes my child happy, that is all that matters. And something else that just absolutely warms my heart. I've been with Cody for eight years and in the eight years that we have been together, he has never dressed up with me. Like, um, thank you. He, I've always asked him like, will you dress up with me? Couples costume. And he doesn't want to do it, which is totally fine. Cause that's boy. He never wants to dress up. And it's not really even a big deal to me. It's not like it's a deal breaker by any means, but the fact that he was like, all right, well let's order our hot dog costumes. He is dressing up for our well, son. I think that's easier because it's a group thing too. He doesn't have to make up a decision about things. Well, maybe, but I just like to think that he's doing it thing. for his son. Oh, no, he totally is. And it's just like my heart. I was like, oh, I just love you so much. I'm so glad I married you. You're such a great dad to Sam. And like, oh, they're just gonna, it's going to be a little sausage fest. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I, yeah, I said that to Cody and he was like, I mean, uh -huh. did you see the movie Sausage Party? Oh, my God. Did you actually see it? I did. I actually low-key loved it. It was so inappropriate, but I low-key loved it. I was not expecting it. that part at the end. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, no. It's I watched food I, orgy. I love Seth Rogen's projects, like, most of them. And so whenever I find out he's got a new one coming up, I watch all of his interviews about it. And he was like, yeah, there is a big part at the end that's kind of rough, but... <laughs> like, So I knew it was coming. And it had a lot of really great actors and actresses in it, too. Oh, yeah, I all his buddies. Yeah. Kristen Wiig. Oh. He's got a new one coming out soon. Another sausage party? No. Oh. Um, I can't remember the title of it, but essentially he was this... Uh, he plays... It's like a... Kind of a, uh, like a Lindsay Lohan parent trap thing where he plays somebody else, too, in it. Oh, really? But it's like... Oh, wait, no. I think I know what you're um, talking about. It's like Pickle Man. I don't know. But it's like... I he plays an immigrant to America who was um, made a living doing pickles, and he fell into the pickle vat, and he woke up, <gasps> yes. and he wakes up in modern America and sees his, like, great-great-grandson, and so he's trying to tell his great-great-grandson how to live his life, but it's really just Seth Rogen without a beard. That's it. I remember seeing that, Isn't like, it, a long time it like ago. Pick, pick, it got put... Uh, got postponed because of COVID, but yes. now there's actually full trailers out for it. Um, so that movie is going to be called, I want to say Pickle something. Oh, they're redoing the Prince, the Princess Bride? The American Pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we An go. American Pickle. An American Pickle. Yeah, the Princess Bride. I was Bride. close, Pickle Man and a mannequin. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's not how you even Say that stock. again. <laughs> a mannequin. Pickle. A mannequin. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Ooh, the, ooh, okay, hold on. Time out. So yeah, I looked up Seth Rogen. They're doing like a Princess Bride mini series. Okay. He's gotta be the mailage is what brings us here. God, That's gotta be so. what he does. So Chris Pine is in it. Wes he plays Wesley. Oh, Chris Pine, you gorgeous human. What's being. Seth Rogen play? That's gonna be whether I go. Retta's in it. Greta, okay. No, Retta. Oh, Retta, but yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Then Wolfhard. He's gonna play Anita Montoya. That's really funny. I love that. Um, Seth Rogen, who are you? Joe Jonas is Princess Buttercup. <laughs> Hold on, what? <laughs> that, can't, that can't be right. That's what I said. Joe Jonas is going to be Princess Buttercup. Princess Buttercup. Great. <laughs> uh, oh, Jack Black is the man in black. Jennifer Garner is in it. Where is Seth Rogen in I'm it? I'm looking. How uh, is he credited with it and not in any of the leading people? Hugh Jackman is Prince for Humperdinck. quite a while. I know. 
Joey King is in it. I don't remember this being a whole Seth cast. Seth Rogen is going to be Miracle Max. Oh, okay. Ooh, Common's in it. Josh Gad is in it. I don't know how this is working. Because they have multiple people playing multiple people. Okay, then maybe it's not a real thing officially yet. They have, like, eight people playing Princess Buttercup. Hey, maybe it's, like, an, uh, a Spartacus. I am Spartacus. I don't know. But that's supposed to air sometime this year. There's only one episode out for that. Um, but Jack Black, I love him. Maybe they just, if it's a mini series, maybe they just pre- change Princess Buttercup every episode. <laughs> maybe. I really think that'd be hilarious. Yeah, there was another one, Angela Kinsey's in it. Brian Baumgartner. Rain Wilson. Okay, so are they just putting people from The Office in here? Is it just Neil everybody? Harris, Is it just everybody? Jason Seagal. All, yeah. All the comedians are in it? Yeah, David Spade. Where's John Mulaney in that lineup? Nick Kroll? They make any parts? Patton Oswalt? Oh, he's he just came out as like a sex offender, didn't he? Patton Oswalt? Yeah. I don't know. Which I is don't... really weird because his ex-wife, she helped, um, she wrote that book about the Golden State Killer. I knew that. Yeah. But it's like, ugh. J.K. Simmons, Josh, John Hamm, Hugh Jackman, ooh, John Chow. Show me a picture so I can put a face with a name. Hey, uh, Harold and Kumar? Oh, yes. Cool. Um, I'm really bad at names, guys. I'm mad with faces as well. But, like, if you show me an actor's face, I can definitely put it together. I love him. But if it's just like, hey, yeah, I met you seven years ago. Keegan-Michael Key as Inigo Montoya. Um, Wait, I thought Finn Wolfhard was in Keegan Montoya. I told you, like, multiple people are playing multiple Okay, this is fake news. They have Joe Jonas as Prince... It's IMDb. It's not fake news. <gasps> ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, real news, though. Okay, so our last episode, we talked about Sir Francis Drake and the Uncharted series. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland is going to be playing Nathan Drake oh my in the God. movie. Like, that literally when came out. When does that out, movie come out? I don't know, but, the like, he posted on his Instagram yesterday. Oh, oh. I like, have another thing that I saw that... Okay, go finish yours, though. Sorry, okay, yeah. So, anyway, so, like, the day that we launched our episode, and I'm like, ooh, 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 the hottest, like... Video game character, and then we have freaking Tom Holland, which, I mean, he's legal, so it's fine to say that he's super adorable to play this role. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't know when it's going to come out. I just closed IMDb, but oh my gosh, they're making an Uncharted movie. I I thought it was just going to be like a prequel thing, because I thought he was playing a young Nathan Drake, because um, Nolan North was the one who voiced and like did all the action sequences for him in the video game. Um, and then I know that Nathan Fillion, I think is his name. Yeah, it, like, a you lot of You don't watch... Oh, you definitely don't watch Big Mouth, but yeah. I know that they... He's from Firefly They compare him a lot to uh, Nathan Drake a lot, and even he has said he wouldn't mind playing that, but... He's, like, 40-something. I know. But, I mean, that was a long time ago. Oh, that's true. Okay, so Uncharted actor. Oh, it's not... They don't have anything under Tom Holland's thing yet. Well, if he just posted it. Yeah, but I mean, even still, they'd have like pre... I don't know. I'm always on IMDb. That's why I have they the app. update their IMDb, though. Like, how quickly they update the IMDb. Oh, uh, yeah. But Kristen Bell has a new limited series on Netflix that's coming out soon called really? The Woman in the House. Is it scary? It is a dark comedy. Oh, God. Um, it is... Uh, Hold on, let me find the producers here real quick. Um, okay. Uh, it's an eight-episode series as the heartbroken protagonist, Anna, 
For every day, for her, every day is the same. She sits with her wine, staring at the window, watching life go by without her. Uh, and then when a handsome neighbor moves in across the street, Amber starts to see the light at the end of the tumble. Amber. Tunnel. Anna, sorry. Anna. Girl. Uh, that is until Anna. she witnesses a gruesome murder. Or did she? <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> but it's supposed to be a dark comedy. Oh, so anyway, that's that's it with me. So what's it with you? <laughs> um, I think it's really funny that I'm like, uh, not that much, but, and then I go into a spiel for 15 minutes. But like, it's oh. all about movies and TV shows we're going to watch, because that's what's new with us. we got new stuff coming to us. I talked about my son being a hot dog. That's true. I He's going to be the no- cutest hot dog. Um, my dog, Morticia, has a new hoodie. It's too big for her. So, it's really funny. And so, when she's, like, getting ready to, like, her and Wayne will have, like, tiffs every now and then. It's funny because we put up the hood and she's, like, going eight mile. Like, it's so funny. So, she's in the hood. Yeah. she. It's really... But her little ears... You put stupid little booties on them when there's snow outside? I have to with her. Because she and with him, like, honestly, she needs booties to go on walks. Because we took her on a walk, and she had scratched her foot on the actual, like, sidewalk uh-huh. as we were walking, and I had to carry her back the rest of the way. Bless her. Because she just gets so excited, and she doesn't notice that it hurts. Because she's just a little hyperactive little shit. But. Yeah, she is. <laughs> oh, so, so she actually needs booties and a jacket. But Wayne. Just get her, get her that stroller. Uh, no. She needs the exercise, though. Just because. I don't know. It's she likes to eat a lot. Oh, my God. Last night, Blake and I were eating leftover lasagna. I go to take a shower. Blake's downstairs playing video games. Oh, no. I come out of the shower, and I just hear Blake go, no, Wayne. Wayne ate half a pan of lasagna last oh night. Oh, my God. On the counter? Uh-huh. Because he's a big boy. Yep. Bullshit. I know. And he was like... Looking at him, we were like, man, he's going to be sick. Nah, he was so happy. He was so happy the oh, rest of the gonna, night. It's he was going to hit him It today. is, I know. But I was expecting him, like, if, normally if he eats anything, like, weird, he'll throw it up pretty quick. But no, nah, he was so happy. He was, like, laying on the couch, chilling. Dogs love human food. Oh, I know. My, I do feed Wrigley strawberries sometimes. Like, if I'm cutting up Sam's lunch... Or making it mm-hmm. and cut up some strawberries. I'm like, you want a strawberry? I really, we Get really so only feed them food if they have, like, medicine to take with it. And normally then, we normally, like, ham. Yeah. Or like, oh, no. It's not, it's not, like, a common occurrence to yeah. feed him anything. It's just, like, eh. Just because uh, my, um, I've had family members' dogs who, like, literally eat at the table. And I'm like, No. <laughs> Hmm. Like, whenever you're eating, they're right under your feet. No. Go away. You, this is not your food. Oh, today's a good day to make potato soup. Oh. That was random. <laughs> Sorry. That does sound good. I got chicken and noodle, though, in my fridge. Oh. You know, but, like, it's, it's like a thicker chicken noodle. Like a thicker noodle? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, good. It, and, like, this, it's, like, more like chicken and noodles. It's not really a soup. Send me a picture of it. I'll send you a picture of my potato soup. Okay. Anytime I think of chicken and noodles, I just think of, like, the chicken stars in a can, and it just makes me want to throw up. I love those. I like the idea of it. I don't like the taste of it. But water that down. Yeah. Dilute that. Well, Amber, what are we drinking today? Um, I don't remember what it's called. What are we drinking today? It's the Bones <laughs> Jacked O'Lantern, which is their pumpkin spice flavor. Yes, I knew it was pumpkin spice. I didn't know what it was called, though. I think it's, it's, it's called Jacked O'Lantern. I know that, but I think it's a really funny title. 
Oh, yeah. They, they are really clever with their names. But I'm so excited. When you started grinding this, it, it smells smells so really good. good. Have you tried it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't. Like, it, it's oh more gosh. cinnamony than it is. It is really cinnamony. Get away from the microphone Sorry. with it. Oh, well, while you sip real quick, I'll do my corrections. I was totally wrong last episode when I said that I thought Gypsy Rose was out. Definitely not. Ooh. She's not out until 2024, like Amber had said originally. Yeah, I did my research. Yeah, well, I didn't. So, I just thought, I was getting my stories mixed up. This would taste really good with, like, gingerbread. It would. It's not very pumpkin-y. No. It's more It's more spicy. More spicy. But it's really good. It is good. I'd buy it again. I think it's on sale right now. This isn't sponsored, but I straight up think it is because they're getting their uh, fall flavors phased out for their uh, um, Christmas ones I'm coming out. I'm excited for the Christmas one to come out. Yeah. We need to get some other coffees going, but we really don't know where to get some from. So if you have coffee suggestions, slide into our DMs or send us some emails. I did get a coffee recommendation from my friend Jordan. He said it was, um, what do you say? Was it like a Wisconsin coffee? Um, But it was called Caribou. And I was like, Caribou coffee? Like the coffee house? Uh Um, But no, he said it's not. It's like a Um, a roastery or? I think so. So I haven't had a chance to check it out, but it was something that he had recommended. It was either Wisconsin or Alaska. Wisconsin and Alaska are very different places. Yes, I know this. (laughs) Just, I couldn't remember. (laughs) Like, I could see getting, like, Wisconsin, Wyoming, because they both kind of sound, but the W. (laughs) It's either Wisconsin or Alaska. Um, I'll have that as a corrections corner <laughs> whenever I get it. No, but Alaska would make sense if it's caribou. Yeah, that's why I was thinking Alaska, yeah. but I was like, I feel like he said Wisconsin. But that's really funny, though. I, I don't know. It was, and your pregnancy brain is not connecting the dots like it should. Oh, no, I, oh, it's definitely not. Aren't you excited to train with that brain? No, I'm not. Yeah, so I kind of, um... I don't know if it's necessarily a promotion, um, but I'm training somebody at my job to take over for me for um, when I'm on maternity leave. And so I was going over some of the training stuff and the handouts that I have to teach next week. And I'm like, I think that's what I'm really worried about is that I know I'm just going to forget some important stuff. So I'm just, I'm... What the hell are you doing? A dirty jack-o'-lantern chai. Dirty. Oh, God. I hope it's good. I hope you don't waste that coffee. First of all, never waste Ooh. it. Oh, that coffee. Yeah. I want to try this with gingerbread. Make some gingerbread cookies. Oh, I'll make some. Okay. I straight up... Well, they're like gingerbread molasses cookies. Gingerbread has molasses in it. JK, then I'm... Sorry. Well, they're not like... They're not a ginger snap. They're like a softer oh, okay. cookie is what I was meaning to say. Okay. I was going to say... What kind of gingerbread cookies don't this have molasses This is, like, probably it? the earliest we've ever recorded in the morning. Yes. And that is okay. why I am like this. It's okay. I'm really tired. And I got, like, Same eight and a half to nine hours of sleep last night. I think it's because we had a high of 86 degrees yesterday, and we have a high of 43 today. And then it's supposed to snow on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Kansas, where nothing makes sense here. hey uh, okay, so my question of the week for you is name a place that, I guess it's not really a question, but name a place that you would like to visit. Just one. Like, 
I know. It's is really money hard. an object or is this like a realistic place I could go? Like, anywhere in the world. Oh, fucking hell. Money's not an object. Like, if you had all the money in the world, where would you go? And I could only go to one place? I can't, like, road trip it? Well, I'm trying to shorten this part of the episode. That's true. That's true. <laughs> because I, we just we talked about all the places we want to go. That'd be bad. I do have a goal to visit every U.S. state and every province in Canada and a lot of Europe and a lot of other places as well. See, this is why I said just one spot. I know. I know. I'm trying to think. Like, realistically, right now, a place that I really want to go. Um, Unrealistically, where do you want to go? <laughs> I, I do want to go about to Fair- I want to go back to Fairbanks because I was born in Alaska, but we moved from Alaska when I was three months old, so I have no memory of Alaska. So of all the places in the entire world, you want to go back to Alaska. Yeah, I want to see the Northern Lights. I mean, I do too, but that's not like a... I can I can afford to go there now. Really? Probably. I don't know. I could not afford to go there now. <laughs> but I don't know. I would go there or France. Okay, that's it. That was your one place. That's cool. That's fun. <laughs> Where's your one place, Amber? I think I would really enjoy going to Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where at in Italy? Just all of it. No, you said one place. Give me one that city. Is one place. Give me one city. I can't. I didn't say city. I said one place. Then the whole place, the country's not a place. Well, technically it's a place, but not like a place you I can't. I told you, money's not an object. I'm going there. I'm visiting and I'm looking at all the architecture and historical places. There were caveats attached to that question. <laughs> I protest that one formally. Okay, Miss, if I could go anywhere, I'd go to Alaska. Well, I would, because I have no memory there, and it's really pretty. That's where we wanted to go for our honeymoon, but um, I think like, it'd be really cool to do like one of the whale watching cruises. Yeah, I think that'd be really neat. Um, but I think, yeah, like if I were to go anywhere, you know, passport money, none of that is included. Like I can just go there right now. Do I want to do try the food? Look at all the architecture. See, and it I, would if I were going be... international, I'd probably go UK first as my introduction into Europe. Yeah. Because it's not crazy, crazy, like different. Like, it is different, but like, I don't know a lot of different languages, so. Yeah, if that wasn't like such a an issue, um, but I think that I... I know a lot of places speak multiple languages, and one of those languages is English, but... Yeah, well, I know that hopefully at some point I'll be able to go to um, uh, the UK because one of my best friends, she's married to a British man, and uh, so his family still lives there, and they try to go there every year. This year, of course, they I don't think that they're going to go. They were going to go back for a wedding back in um, the summer, but they couldn't, so mm-hmm. I think they're – I don't think that they're going back for Christmas because um, they normally go every Christmas – um, so I know that hopefully at some they point we'll be up. able to take, they like, a couple like, trip there. all of the airline points. I know, right? I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would love to go to Italy, and this sounds super dorky, but whenever I played Assassin's Creed, particularly the second one, like, because a lot of it's, um, historical fiction, so they do have a lot of, like, the architecture and a lot of things that are based off real life as well, so I like to go there in real life and look at everything that's actually but there. you like the Roman architecture more than, like, the Greek architecture? Um, I, I don't know. It's, like... Because I always, when I was growing up, it was always in my head, like, I either like, I really liked the Greek stuff, so the Roman stuff kind of pissed me off. 
because it's kind of, it was like, that's just a, like learning all the different gods. I was like, wait, hold on a second. This Ugh. is just like Zeus. Wait, so hold many, on a second. There's so many things that I want to learn. This is literally at, just I like. I I want to eat the food there. I want to eat oh, authentic yeah. Italian food. And I want to just like, I, I want to be. I, I You want to have that wine buzz and that carb in your belly looking around. Yeah, definitely the carbs. The carbs sure. and the wine. You know, I'll be fine without the wine. I mean, wine, yes, but like. If I were to choose between carbs and wine, it's carbs all the way. No, but here's the thing. You don't have to choose there. Hey, but I would just, like, walk around, look at all of these buildings, assuming I can parkour off them like Etsy. A parkour! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, babe, hold my breadstick. I'm going to climb this building. <laughs> hold my breadstick. But, yes, okay, good. You chose Alaska slash all of UK slash France. I chose Italy. Okay, good. Question over. <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> we'll get back to it another time. It's I fine. know. Okay, I think that's So what's on the menu? It. So today's specials are... are paranormal. Yeah, I no, totally mine's not paranormal. Is yours paranormal? What's yours again? Oh, wait, no. Yours is conspiracy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was, I was thinking of last week. Oh, my <laughs> God. That You mean the episode that aired yesterday? Because <laughs> yes. I put that Instagram post out, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, I God, just did yeah. St. Augustine Light. <laughs> Okay, today's actual specials are <laughs> conspiracy and true crime. Oh, fuck. See, pregnancy brain. It's a thing. Yeah. Also, gravity's totally working against me. I'll be sitting at my desk and then just a highlighter will fall off. I'm like, God damn it. And then I pick it up and then something else falls. It's a constant struggle. How does it relate to this right now? I'm pregnancy brain, pregnancy moment. Gravity. Yeah, because everything just falls. Did anything just fall right now? Not yet. I don't have anything on a high enough... Everything is on the floor right now, okay, and I'm on well, the floor. I was just confused by things falling came I'm just, up again. I'm uh, I'm bringing up my pregnancy brain and other pregnancy problems I'm having right oh, now. Oh, having to bend over and get stuff. Yes. <laughs> okay, got it. It's all in there now. I, I've connected the dots. Guys, we're out of our element. We are Actually, we're never struggling. in the element. <laughs> <laughs> well... You ready for this? Hi, yeah, I am. It's a big guy. I'm doing a very brief overview because there's so much information. Dun, dun, dun. And we're going to learn about why we don't trust the government, children. We're talking about MK Ultra. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. So, baseline knowledge of MK Ultra. Do you know anything really beyond I... like what they teach you in Stranger Things about it. <laughs> That's why I'm excited to learn this case because I've heard of it. I don't, I've never like delved into it. I've never really looked into it. I just know that they did a bunch of like experiments on people mm-hmm. and they were testing like, um, I know a lot of drugs and hallucinogens were mm-hmm. involved, but I don't know a whole lot past that. Okay. Except that the whole thing is fucked. Yeah. So we are going to learn a lot of things that I had no idea about. Like for instance, did not know that unlike the FBI, the CIA has no law enforcement component of their work. So pretty much everything's top secret. You can't figure out what's going on and they don't have to really tell anybody about it. And they're not really accountable for a lot of it. Back in the day. Still somewhat true now. I was going to say. It's wild. Anyway, <laughs> I figured they had a little more con- like control around them. They do not. They do not. But we're going to... Okay, so MK Ultra. We're going to break down the name. So MK, 
is who is sponsoring the uh, project. So in this situation, MK stands for the technical uh, service staff, which is the branch of the CIA that does like gadgets, uh, forgeries, disguises, weapons, that kind of stuff. That sounds fun. I know. I like gadgets. I do too. I just imagine like spy kids, like all the weird little gadgets they had. Okay, hold on sidebar. So I know that I told you I wanted to be a spy in our last episode. So I totally forgot, but like my parents had signed me up for like a monthly subscription to like some sort of like kids spy kit stuff Mm -hmm. so I had just a collection of a bunch of like little spy stuff like Mm -hmm. little radios and pens that had like a mirror where you could look behind them and oh yeah the sunglasses yeah I had so many of those they sold so many of those in like the the book fair catalogs that and I remember they had like an aisle in like Walmart and Target Mm -hmm. where you could like get like one of those little sonar guns and you can like listen to people from like 20 feet away or whatever oh Oh, you were so high tech yes and I was so sad because when I was moving out of my parents house was I moving? No, I think I had moved back into my parents' house, but I was going through all my stuff and I decided to donate all of that spy stuff. And then like a month or two later, I got pregnant and I was like, I could have saved this for my child and I could have played spy with them. <laughs> but imagine how much more high tech shit is now that you could get. That's true. I haven't even children. looked at it, but I like, I do still have like a little briefcase that I got. And so it has like little mission reports and it oh, has yeah, like a compass that awesome. can like fold out into like binoculars and a compass I and a spoon a, and all these. I had a CSI crime investigation kit that was too. like a fake, it was like a cardboard box that looks like a tackle box, but it was like a high, and you open it up and it had like fingerprint dusting and ink yes. to take actual fingerprints and like crime scene tape and little cones and little evidence bags. And I like, definitely had one of those too, but it was like in this huge like plastic briefcase thing. Well, see, this and was you like, could do like little this was like a box with it. like this, yeah. like a tackle box. It looks like a kitten box. caboodle, but it's not a kitten caboodle. <laughs> I still have one of my caboodles. I don't know. I'm like, do I need a new kitten caboodle? <laughs> I know. I was thinking that too. I was like, I could put all my makeup in here. I know. And then it'd be portable-ish. Mine's still pretty big because it's definitely early 90s. Oh, like, it's no. like a bright purple with hot pink. Oh, see, no. They make like a grown-up ones now. I know. And I was thinking about getting... Okay. Anyway, continue. We're getting way <laughs> too sidetracked. Okay. So it is being... We went from spy to caboodle. <laughs> And that's the way she goes. Okay, so it was um, by them, and it um, an ultra was previously used to designate the most secret classification of World War II intelligence. Mm-hmm. So, sponsored by them, World War II intelligence, that's where we're at. So, MK Ultra technically began in 1953 in April when the CIA's director signed off on the order. Uh, the director was Alan uh, Julie Duels, sorry. And the project was headed by Sidney Gottlieb, but this kind of was preceded, MKUltra was kind of preceded by a couple things that are really important to know. So Project Paperclip is really important. Um, so during World War II. Sorry, I'm just thinking of Clippy from Microsoft. No, Where it's the Paperclip. paperclip. I, I will explain where Paperclip comes in. But um, so that project was where they were taking German scientists and um some Nazi scientists post-World War taking them and making them American citizens and making them work for the U.S. government and doing testing and stuff because they had a lot higher tech stuff than Americans had during World War II. Like the B-2 bomb bombers mm-hmm. or the B-2 rockets, that's what it was, um, were something that they had used in World War II that nobody else had. And so yeah, they this had was like a very... Cosmosphere. 
Mm -hmm. This was, like, a very paranoid time in America because we were kind of not the nuclear power in the world at the time, I don't think, at least. Um, Yeah, but that was always, like, on everybody's mind, and uh that's why so many, like, bunkers and fallout shelters were built because uh-huh. they were afraid of Dude, the Dude, I want one. I just want a bunker to have one. Oh, okay. Sorry. Another sidebar. Not like so, the one Like, um, on my, like, MSN homepage, I think it, it totally knows me. So it was, like, these, like, they dismantled, I think, fallout shelters in the 70s, I think is what uh-huh. they said. But there was one that was still located under a Washington, D.C. elementary school. Hey, I, is that one of the uh, New World Order bunkers? No. That's a different conspiracy theory. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't know. But, like, they had, like, so many... I don't know. I just think that fallout shelters are, like, just... I'm also a big fallout person. Anyway, so... Oh, yeah. There's a video game, Fallout. (laughs) Every episode I mention a video game. Anyway, I'm sorry. Today's episode... Anyway. Okay, so Project Paperclip. They were taking these Nazi and German scientists, bringing them over to America, having them work for Americans in these uh, these different projects. Um, So a lot of the research and stuff that was done in mk ultra was inspired by some of the things that the nazis were doing and that kind of stuff their research mm-hmm. um there is like um crap von brown yes von he brown. was a he was part of project paper paperclip i believe he oh, was really? a german scientist who was brought over i don't know that he was a nazi no um conspiracy theories the podcast has a two-part episode on project paperclip and it's super interesting and they go into a lot of the different scientists who are part of it because um a lot of them they get to america but they wouldn't go on trial because everything that was saying to about them that they were a nazi and stuff was in these confidential files and they couldn't get to through the confidential files to get through i don't think von braun was an actual nazi but he was a german scientist who came over as a part i believe of project paperclip but he was not a Nazi. they did german scientists because the president said, yes, German scientists can come over, but no Nazis. Yeah. No, and then the guy and the army officials who were doing it, a lot of the times there was one man who was extradited to Germany for war crimes as a Nazi. He was extradited from a Air Force base in Ohio was where he was. Oh. And when that happened, Americans were like, what the hell is this Nazi doing in America? Like, I thought we weren't accepting Nazis because we were accepting German immigrants, but just no, we're not letting that in there. Yeah, I know that he wasn't a Nazi because he helped work on the V two rockets. I think uh, he was, but he um, he was he was a good guy. I think I don't know. I just exactly. I remember seeing his name a lot at the Cosmosphere. Well, and the yeah, World because War II he's section. a very important. He's uh, created the uh, like the rockets we needed to get the man to moon. Yeah, but the man who invented the spacesuits they used on the missions to survive outer space. He was actually a part of Project Paperclip and was a part of Nazi war crimes. And the way oh. he learned that technology was from using uh, oxygen deprivation um, studies on humans. Oh. Through horrible things in this camp. Through the MK Ultra stuff. No, no, no. This was as a Nazi. Oh, as a Nazi. Yeah. This wasn't through MK Ultra. This was him as a Nazi. So a lot of the stuff in MK Ultra is based on sciences that were realized during uh, World War II. So this is before MK Ultra. This is the project before it. A lot of the scientists involved in Project Paperclip were involved in some way in projects for MK Ultra, or some of their research was. Okay. So, that's Project Paperclip. It's fucked. It's a whole other thing. This whole thing is, like, <sighs> okay, keep going. <laughs> anyway, um, so there was Project uh, Paperclip, like I said, and then before it was Project bluebird so project bluebird were uh was also a drug-related um 
experiment. They were trying to see if uh, they could use a substance to help get information from interrogations. They were trying to make them sing like a bird. So Project Bluebird. Okay. Spill all their secrets. Give them something. Kind of like a true serum. I mean, they were looking for interrogation stuff. Because, um, and then Project Artichoke was also um, a drug one. But we're actually going to get into MK Ultra now because there's so much going on with it. So as these prisoners of war were coming back from, con- like, camps and J- Japan and everywhere else from World War II coming back to America, mm-hmm. there were rumors in the media about them have being brainwashed or using mind control or interrogation techniques like that and so america was like shit they're on to something we aren't so they are learning about this new drug that was uh possibly used by the so not the soviets but yes the soviets and the german back well i'm so sorry in sweden okay a man in a laboratory is making a new drug that takes the um, psilocybin from magic mushrooms and yeah. is mixing it with something else to be extremely euphoric. And uh, he took it, got a lot of like hallucinogenic things happening. The Soviets were going after that substance, and so were Americans. Oh. Because that was kind of the beginning of the Cold War, as both of them trying to get take over the things. That's kind of what started post-World War II was right around where the cold war started yeah i'm so sorry my history is all fucked up well i think that i mean no i don't think it's just you i think that there's just there's a lot of information behind weird stuff and like the information we do know is from one set of files that was forgotten about and not completely destroyed Ooh. and then anyway so we're now at project mk ultra and we are talking about them getting the LSD from this lab in Sweden. So America buys one uh, dosage of, they buy 25 milligrams of LSD, which does not sound like a lot initially, Mm -hmm. but like normal LSD amounts are microgram, like they're micro units. They had bought enough uh, LSD to dose, like heavily dose half of America. Really? That is how much LSD that is. Because. Really? Yes. Because, like, you know, when you see LSD in, like, movies and stuff, they're those little papery things. It's literally a liquid solution. Is that the stuff that you put on your tongue? Yeah. I think so. Yes. Honestly, I don't know anything about drugs, so. So, they bought all this LSD, and they started doing experiments with it. Mm -hmm. So, there is one 1955 document that outlined 17 um, of the objectives, and I'm going to read them really quick. Okay. Just because this is their goals, and some of the kind of gives a little bit of the scope of the project total. Because, like I said, there are 149 sub projects, mm-hmm. or 150, I can't remember. It's like right around in there. But they were looking for um, a substance which will promote illogical thinking and impulsiveness to the point where the recipient would be discredited in public. So they wanted to give you enough drugs that you looked crazy and nobody would believe you. So if you got, you know, oh, yeah, the government's been dosing me up with LSD. No, you're too crazy. You're too wild. You're too trying to make them sound wild like that. Okay. Substances that would increase the efficiency of mental function and perception. Um, Materials which could prevent or counteract the intoxicating effect of alcohol. Materials which will promote the intoxicating effect of alcohol. Materials which will produce the signs and symptoms recognized in diseases 
in a reversible way so that can, they can be used for um, malingering. I'm so sorry. I believe that one, they wanted you to look crazy. Yeah. Um, materials which would render induction of hypnosis easier or otherwise enhance its usefulness. Substances which will enhance the ability of an, abil an individual's <sighs> substances which enhance the ability of individuals to withstand privation, torture, and coercion during uh, interrogation and so-called brainwashing. Materials and physical methods that will produce amnesia for events preceding and during their use. Physical methods of producing shock and confusion over extended periods of time and capable surreptitious use. They're looking for something that will produce physical and dis disablement, such as paralysis of the legs and acute anemia, that kind of stuff. Uh, a substance that will produce pure euphoria with no subsequent, subsequent letdown. Um, they're looking for something that would alter the personality and structure in a way the tendency of, of the recipient to become dependent upon another person is enhanced. I'm so close. That's number 12. We're getting there. I'm. This is all just fucked. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, a material which will, will cause confusion, such as the type an individual is under the influence and will be difficult to maintain fabrication under questioning. Substances which will lower the ambition and general working efficiency of men who, when administered in undetectable amounts. Um, something that will promote weakness or distortion of the eyesight or hearing uh, faculties, uh, preferably without permanent effects. Uh, a knockout pill, which can be surreptitiously administered into drinks, foods, cigarettes, as an aerosol or etc to be uh which will be safe provide maximum of a, like a maximum of amnesia and be suitable for agent types on a ad hoc basis and then a material which can be surreptitiously administered to the by the above routes in which a very small amount taken is in, makes it impossible for a person to perform a physical activity so they're really looking to beat these guys they want to figure out can we be mind controlled can we prevent it can we control other people's minds? How do we make the super spy? They were, um, um, what they had goals of making like a Manchurian candidate. Do you uh -huh. know what that is? No. Uh, so the Manchurian candidate was a book about, um, this guy who was like a super assassin. Oh, okay. Have you seen, it's like, okay, it's going to sound really dumb. Zoolander. You've seen that, right? Mm-hmm. How he's being trained to be an assassin like that. Which, Which one is? Uh, Zoolander. Oh, he's being trained to be an assassin? Yes, with the relax, don't do it. When you don't go through oh, it. it's been so long. Okay, well, all I remember is like the he, he was trying to be look. Uh, brainwashed into murdering a guy. Okay, um, so pretty much they wanted to be able to brainwash somebody, make them commit an assassination of another political figure, and have no memory of any of it. Oh, like pretty much just be a pawn, like a super spy kind of a deal. Okay, that's what they were trying to do. I get that. Um, uh, Yikes. So some of the drugs that were used, LSD obviously was used. That was their main drug they kind of focused on. Mm -hmm. um, they did do studies with marijuana. Um, and they did um, this really fucked up thing where they would put, uh, crap, what's it called? Oh, they would put a person on an IV drip in a hospital bed. They would put a, barbar uh, a barbiturate. In, which makes them fall asleep. Yeah. And then pump them full of amphetamines until they would wake back up. Oh, my God. And then do that back and forth and back and forth. And they found that that was, like, a useful technique, kind of, to get people to say shit. Oh. Yeah. And they also did um, experiments with heroin. Um, and a lot of these experiments in the beginning were on unwitting people. 
or drug addicts or prostitutes or mental health patients, and there were some willing volunteers. I'll get into those a little bit later. But yeah, I was going to say, who all did they, like, Yeah, do this too, but yeah. They would take heroin addicts and give them LSD and promise of more heroin later. Uh, prostitutes, they would, there was one case where they dosed a whole town's water supply with LSD. Oh and God. this LSD is not like LSD nowadays. This is super strong, fuck you up for forever uh, LSD. The lyricist for The Grateful Dead was one of the volunteer patients at MK Ultra for the LSD stuff. And he was like, nothing compared to the shit that the government gave me back in the day. Like, wow. and that is how LSD got to America. Was by the government purchasing it. Thanks, like government. Crack, yeah. Yikes. Isn't that wild? Um, but they were also uh, doing stuff with uh, psilocybin, which is the magical mushroom stuff, um, and morphine. And I can't say a lot of these ones because I'm not good at drug names. <laughs> but they were testing a lot of different things like that. But one of the big cases is within is the death of one a uh an a, a i cannot fucking talk this morning and i'm so <laughs> sorry i just keep saying vowel sounds until i could think of the word i need <laughs> frank olson was an agent he has been unwillingly had no clue dosed with lsd okay and Who's he that? either jumped or fell from a nine-story hotel i think i've heard of that uh yeah and his family t- just talks about it. They had no closure because they were told he either jumped or fell, which is two very different things. Yeah. Especially for, like, his kid, you know. That was what always hung on with me was jumped or fell because, like, there's two huge different connotations with that. Uh, they did no official – like, they did an autopsy, but everything was closed casket, so he never got to see his dad again because this was on a business trip that no. he was doing this. And they did exhume the body – a long time ago and they did find blunt force trauma to his head so he could have been um assassinated yeah i was gonna say like is it possible that he was pushed he was hit yeah, yeah. no that's definitely a possibility um another mk ultra uh project that was very prominent was project um midnight climax Ooh. which is just as what you think it is so they had hired a bunch of prostitutes to lure men into this hotel room they had set up with a one-way mirror behind it and these women would dose these men with lsd in their cocktails and they would just and then these guys would literally the detective on it not the agent on it said yeah i had like a personal toilet back there and i would just drink and do drugs and watch people have sex and it was like and like lsd yeah he would just sit on the toilet shit and watch people he was like yeah we had no rules it was fun 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 literally says fun 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 that's gross yeah that is project midnight climax so ted kasinski you know who that is unabomber yeah did you like my goodwill hunting bit right there never mind it was a really obscure reference to a really obscure conversation in it it's been a while since i've seen goodwill hunting goodwill hunting is one of my top three movies so i do love robin williams but it's been a long time my boy's wicked smart. <laughs> How do you like these apples? Ah, I got apples? a number. <laughs> anyway, Ted Kaczynski, he was a part of the LSC tech trials. Of course he was. And what had happened in his trials were he was given LSD every two days. Okay. And 
they had him write up what he felt strongly, something he felt strongly about. And I can't remember exactly what he wrote about, Mm -hmm. but they gave him this LSD and then they had somebody, a lawyer, sit there and rip apart his arguments and just filmed him getting so angry and so mad about this woman talking about this stuff. And then every other time he would be given LSD, he would be forced to watch himself get angry and mad like that. He would be re-watching that video. Oh. Every time. God. Yeah. Shit like that. Like, they were using... There was... um Cruel. There were... Yeah. There was a ton of projects in Canada, too, that were a part of MKUltra. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this woman who went into this uh, mental hospital because she had real bad anxiety. Like, just normal anxiety. Yeah. They put her in a coma for 76 days. Why? And gave her electroshock therapy. Because it was a part of this project. She had no idea that she was... She had five kids. And when she left there, she had the mental capacity of an infant. She had to relearn how to be potty trained. She had to relearn to talk, relearn everything. That's so... And she's back to normal. She was back to... she, She did relearn everything and figure everything back out again. But she was a mother of five. Yeah. And she was in there for like... Like, almost three months. Mm-hmm. Something crazy like that. Two and a half months. Was yeah. in a coma, getting electric shock therapy. And it just messed her up that mentally. Yeah. It's so cruel. It is. It's fucked. Gosh. And that's not the worst of it, but I don't want to get into the bad, 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 bad part. So, in 77, so 73 was Watergate. hmm The CIA director goes, burn it all. We're getting it all out. Don't, no traces of the project. Project's over. Okay. So by the time uh, Rockefeller Commission, Rockefeller was the VP, he did a whole commission on the CIA and all the immoral, illegal things they've been doing. Okay. They only found uh, one, like, part of the files that they had misplaced in a uh, financial building of 20,000 files. Jeez. And that was just the portion they found. And so they did, um, like, settle out with the Olsen family, you know. Mm -hmm. But they won't apologize for anything because that admits fault. Of course not. And so they did do, like, a a few settlements for other people. But, you know, there's so many crazy situations of, like, them just doing awful, awful, awful things and giving people a bunch of drugs, a bunch of uppers with downers. Um, They were working with hypnosis trying so to their hypnotize main goal people is yeah they to were trying to understand to mind, control. mind control make a manchurian candidate and understand what will happen if i they were really trying to figure out how to make they were just doing fucked up human human experimentation to understand the limits of the mind the, which the, is why terry ives aka 11's mom and stranger things was so messed up because they also did all that electroshock on her. Did they state how many, like... Total people? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's hard to say because there was a lot of unwi- unwilling and unknowing people. Yeah. Um, it's really messed up. And this was back when they still had mental hospitals yeah. at the time. This was before those were taken apart in the uh, 80s. And so they were testing a lot of them on there. Homeless people. Um, just doing all these experiments that violated the Nuremberg Code or the Nuremberg, what is it, the Nuremberg Laws, something like that, that they had done with World War II on all these Americans. Gosh. Yeah. Don't trust your government. And like I said, this is a very, 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 very brief 
thing of MK Ultra, but I got all of my information from like History Channel and podcasts. Um, yeah. I just found Sinisterhood, and they yeah. had a really good podcast on it. I love Sinisterhood. I've never listened to them before. I've told you about them. I know. I just haven't though. They were my inspiration for us to start a podcast, just because oh, of the see? way that they like they like conversed with each other. I related it a lot to us. Mm, so I, was I see. Like, I see. Yeah. See, and I like. If I listen to true crime podcasts, I listen to, like, and that's why we drink a lot, and wine and crime. See, I haven't listened to either one of them. Yeah. So, But, but I know, I've heard of them, I just haven't listened to them. Yeah, those are, like, my big, the big, bigger ones I listen to, I guess. I know. I listen yeah. to Lad's podcast on the left every now and then. It I just depends them. on, like, certain episodes. Yeah. Like, it, which kind of stinks because it's, like, I want to learn more about a lot of other things, but I listen to the ones I'm more familiar with first. Right. Yeah. But yeah. That's MK Ultra. Super fucked. It's gross. And I'm sorry that I stammered through that whole damn thing. And I know that's gonna be hell for me to edit later. But <laughs> we're rolling very, with it. Very good. Very crazy. Um so do you know when all that stuff like maybe had ended 73 was when the official ending was okay and the cia said burn everything oh okay and then 77 was the rockefeller commission where they did all the trials and they found out all about mk ultra oh, and then okay. um a lot of information about it was declassified in 2001 and some more declassified information came out in 2018 so more stuff exper- is still probably coming out yes because there's 20 years of experimentation and there's no way that that's all they did in 20 years oh yeah and there's a lot of theories that um it's still going on, you know, because, like, those celebrity glitches, they think that they're um, under mind control or that kind of yeah. stuff, you know, New World Order-y kind of things, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of getting real. I really knew, do need a tinfoil hat, I think, because I'm, like, I'm not too far-fetched from believing lizard people anymore. Everything's just so fucked. Might as well. Honestly, in 2020, you could be like, yeah, lizard people are real, and I'll be like, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. I, my <laughs> cousin had posted you know? something where it was like there was a branch that had fallen on the ground, but like when you first look at it, it looks like a giant tarantula, like a massive uh-huh. giant tarantula. And so, like, the quote on this picture was like, you know, when I first looked at this branch on the ground, I definitely thought it was a super tarantula. And my first thought was, it's 2020. Like, I wasn't even really surprised. I know. One of the shops so, I like are in a. I follow them on Instagram. They just came out with new key change that says, just another day in this dystopian hellscape. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Are you ready to tell me a story? I am. So with this story that I'm about to tell, um, this one was also very difficult for me to do, especially from a parent's perspective. And I will say that this will also be a little bit of a brief story um, just because a lot of the information that I was trying to gather online related to a lot of stuff that was happening recently. So I think at some point I will probably go over and do a another episode or a better research episode. But yeah, a lot of the information I tried to look up, I had to backdate it 13 years. Well, then you and can just do like an update once some more yeah, information I'll, comes I'll out. definitely do an update one once we get more information because some of the information that was coming out was as recent as June of 2020. And I think that there's still, it's still an ongoing case, even though this happened 13 years ago. And the case that I'm going to be talking about is the disappearance of Madeline McCann. Um, my original inspiration for this was um, the Netflix documentary, and I haven't seen all of it. It honestly, it's it's 
still kind of hard to watch just because I can't imagine ever losing my child. Dude, like, the child cases, they fuck me up. Yeah, and that's why I will probably stutter and stammer through this one as well. Girl, you're doing some deep shit early. I know, I I know. I was like... You did not warn me about suicide warning today. Oh, my God. And then that was the whole thing. And at least I, I, we stopped at Starbucks before we were recording this to kind of, like, organize our notes a little bit better and, like, meet up and get more coffee before we drink this coffee. <laughs> but, and I was, like, I was looking at, like, just because she does picture printouts. And I was, like, oh, God. I just saw the cute little baby face on the front. And I yes. was, like, oh, God, no. Is this what we're doing this morning? Yep, this is what we're doing. Um. So, yes, like I said, it's going to be pretty brief. It's not going to be very detailed. And mine was a big case, too, kind of like MK Ultra. But I'm going to shorten it a little bit just because I really of tried. all the recent information that's going on as of today. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and get into it. So Jerry and Kate McCann, are they have three children. And on April 28th of 2007, they decide to go on a family vacation with um, – some of their other friends and children and they go to Portugal and they stay at a place called um, Praia de Luz uh, which is an ocean complex is that what it says? I don't have that written down anywhere hold on skip all that yes ocean club complex in Praia de Luz in Portugal Um, I believe that they were just going to stay for about a week there um but mainly this whole group it was seven adults nine children and mainly all of the adults were physicians and one of the people had brought um their mother along so there were kitty clubs there were a lot of activities for the families to do a lot of swimming and sailing um they played tennis they uh ate out this resort when i look at it this picture that i'll show you and i'll post it on our instagram as well this is kind of what it looks like here um it's honestly this resort is kind of in an odd location because it's so yeah with this um resort it's kind of like a middle class resort but the way that it's located it just seems like it's I don't want to say it's in a neighborhood but like it's off of like a main street is what it looks like yeah it does look like there's a pretty big it's like right off a highway almost looking yeah so it's I feel like it's in a very weird location for a resort but yeah so th- they would just they were there for a big family vacation supposed to have a really good time a tapas bar tapas bar yes i'll go into that in a second <laughs> okay so i believe it was stated that every evening all of the adults would leave their children in their apartments they were like little stay in apartments they mm-hmm. weren't like a normal hotel room they were they would leave all the kids there and they would go out to this tapas bar and the staff had known them as the Tapas Seven. I I read Tapas because the way that I heard that, Topless. Oh. <laughs> I'm I read. I'm glad I read that before. I was like, they left their kids in the room and went to topless bars. <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. So yes, they were known as the Tapas Seven, uh, just because all the adults would go out there. They had created a system essentially where they would every 15 30 minutes go and rotate around to go visit all of the kids in the hotel in the rooms and make sure that they were okay yes though well let me finish getting into this so i guess the night before may 3rd um madeline she is i believe let's see three four years old and they have uh two others 
she has two other siblings, twin brother and sister, and I believe they're about two years old. And uh, so those small children are staying in this apartment by oh, themselves. Oh, it's not even like all the kids are together in one no, apartment? they're all in their own separate apartments. They're so, so little. Yes, exactly. And so you're leaving I twins. was thinking they were older. Oh, oh no. my God, that's a bad idea. <laughs> you're like, this is genius. Well, well I, was thinking, I was thinking they were all in like one room together and every See, 15 minutes no. they sent a parent to go make sure everybody was doing good. Yes, I guess I should And I was clarified. like, that would have been like, if we all went out and had our kids like that, that'd be perfect. Like, yeah, if because there was that like one... actually does sound like a smart idea. Yeah. And I think that there were some kids that were maybe a little bit older, but, but I don't still, know. But I don't know. Everybody in individual rooms like that. that, that's where I got, was like, oh shit, no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the night before May 3rd, Madeline had apparently told her mother, like, Simon and I were crying. How come you didn't come for us? Um, so, like, you're leaving these kids alone to go drink and have fun. And that's understandable. But you're leaving them in an apartment alone. The All these kids are under the age of five years of age. Oh, my God. They can't God. do things on no. their own. And they're – you're – daughter states that they were crying so the day of may 3rd they're going out they're having a lot of fun and apparently they were so tired that the kids went down easily for bed as the parents got ready to go out back to the tapas bar um and that's when they were they stated the rotating system for all of the parents going out they had arrived kate and jerry mccann had arrived at the tapas bar around 8 30 um and the last people of their group trickled in around nine o'clock so it was stated that jerry around 905 had started to make the rounds everything seemed fine um and i will state that apparently the front door was locked but there was a back patio door which they kept unlocked for all the parents to go and check because nobody's going to see rando adults check in seven different rooms mm-hmm. and sliding through a back door. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. So, going around, um, I think he stated that everything looked fine. And then I think the next stop was around 925, maybe. Um, when I was looking up a lot of the information... There were a lot of skewed details between different websites and different podcasts that I was listening to. So if I if I say something incorrect, please let us know because, yeah. like I said, I received a lot of different information from different websites and podcasts that I don't know if I'm giving real or fake information, but everything that I'm stating right now is pretty general information that can be found through many sources. Um, But the next person went, they saw – or they checked on everything. I guess apparently there was like a, it was a little bit lighter in Madeline's room. I don't, I don't know the exact layout. I'll try to find it to post on the Instagram. But the room that Madeline was staying in, apparently it seemed a little bit lighter in there. But the person that was checking didn't really state anything. So they kept moving along. Everything seemed fine. Eventually, um, a couple turns later, it's Kate McCann's turn. And so she's making her round. She goes over to their apartment complex and she notices that it seems brighter in Madeline's room and she notices that apparently one of the windows has been lifted and the shutters have been uh, tampered with and that's when she notices that her daughter is gone so and I guess she supposedly is searching everywhere in this apartment looking everywhere for her daughter and she runs back to the tapas bar and I will state that her twin children are still there in the room the oh my twin God. like two-year-old are there while she's like while she left um whether she searched the apartment or not, 
you don't know if that person is still in the house to complete the job of taking the rest of her well, children. Right. You don't know if they're going to come and back. You know, so a you lot of leave. People aren't as paranoid as us, though, too. They don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't imagine not being paranoid like that. That must be such a free life. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, anyway, she leaves. She runs back to the tapas bar. And instead of saying something like, Madeline is gone, Madeline is missing, she says, they took her. So, who took her? What makes you have the assumption that someone had taken Madeline? So I could see that, though. If you see the windows tampered with, shutters are tampered with, nobody's there, lights are weird, Some I would assume that she's taken. Maybe so, but I mean, you're in a play. I'll get into this a little bit later. This is just the the parents have already received so much like shit for leaving their kids unattended. Yes, which right, is well, understandable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she goes back to the top bar, says Madeline has been taken. Everybody goes around, so everybody kind of there's a lot of um, distress going around at this oh, time. Yeah. So everybody's trying to pay attention to what's going on. How can we help? Um, I believe they contact the police and they don't... So she had checked at 10 p.m. Police don't arrive until 11 p.m. I don't recall when they were called. Um, I think they had to call them once or twice and eventually a patrol car, Mm -hmm. which had heard the signal, had stopped by and they were doing the research for it. Or they were searching around for Madeline. And all I know is that, you know, their, like, week-long stay, like, did not it was much longer than a week after this because they were like let's uh close all the borders we need to contact anybody on the outside in case there's a missing child right because they are they because this is in portugal and they are from the uk yes i believe the island that they were staying on was called algarve um okay i'm just making sure that i'm like geographically visualizing things correctly (laughs) yes and uh, i think when I was watching part of the disappearance of Madeline McCann on Netflix, a lot of, like, the journalists and um, tourists and other people that live there, they were stating, like, this is one of the safest places. Like, we don't have, excuse me, a whole lot of crime here. Mm-hmm. So the fact that someone was a taken. child was taken was, like, almost new information for them. Um so I'm going to kind of skip over a lot of, uh, like, the conferences that they held, press conferences, a lot of, like, the searching and everything there. Um, I will say they didn't treat this area like a crime scene. They didn't seal it off. Everybody was in and out of the room. A lot of stuff was, um, I would say, tampered with. It was just really clumsily uh, looked at. So eventually uh, they hire some, uh, like, the dogs – that sniffs them out. They hired an, the a cadaver, cadaver dog, and they hired a blood uh, dog. What, what's that called? A bloodhound? I don't want to say it was a bloodhound. Uh, they just said a blood dog. Um, supposedly, it was requested by the parents to try to um, see if they could hear anything. I heard it was requested by the parents. Straight but up, though, I would, too. Have. If my child were missing, I'd be like, I need all the dogs on her scent. Literally, get me a cadaver dog, get me a bloodhound, get me all of them, yes. close the borders, we're we're shutting everything down until you yes. tell me where this girl went. So I, so they hired these dogs. They're, um, let's see. And there were some, um, there some pickups from the dogs. The dogs were able to pick up some scents. Yeah. So let's see. What the puppers find? So I believe it was stated either between the bed and the wardrobe or somewhere around the sofa. They had scented blood. Um, around the bushes, um, 
that were nearby, they were able to kind of pick up her scent as well. So, and I think the weirdest case here was um, the parents are still in Portugal at this point. I don't recall when they were able to go back to the UK, but they got a rental car about a month after, um, or I'm sorry, it was stated 24 days after the disappearance of Madeline and the cadaver dog had picked up a scent in the trunk of the car. <gasps> yes. Um, and the research that I had heard was a body needs to be dead about 90 minutes before a cadaver dog can get a hit. So when the dog can't like sniff something behind the sofa, pick something up there or pick something up from the bushes. And then, yeah, a month later they pick something up from the car. So was it the the cadaver dog that found stuff initially? Are these two different dogs? Yes, yeah, so there's the two different dog? dogs. The cadaver dog's name was Eddie and the blood dog was named Keela. Okay, so Keela found the blood in the actual apartment thing. Yes, and I and believe then, they were able to link this to Madeline's scent as well. Right, and then Eddie found the stuff in the trunk. Yes. But, of the rental car that they got later. Yes. Um, so there was like some, obviously... Kate and Jerry were like, we have no explanation for this. Right. Like, uh, how, how do you explain that these dogs were able to pick up Madeline's Dead decomposing body. scent in a rental car they had gotten 24 days after her original disappearance? You know, what I find just really odd, though, too, is like, what if it, there is just some huge coincidence that they picked up this blood and this cadaver scent? Because there was another murder that happened in this apartment, or there was another body that was hidden in this rental car. Well, I thought they were picking... Well, cadaver dogs are just decomp. They smell decomp, right? Yes. And then bloodhounds are more fixated on the actual person. Yes. and But that's the thing, though, is that, like, you're they're given a specific scent, and that is their job, is to locate anything based off of that Right. Scent. And then I know cadaver dogs are more just decomp. Yes. They'll find any decomp. It's not person specific yeah i don't Correct. think i'm pretty sure it's not cool. i think that yeah it is decomp and i think that they yeah anyway um i think that yeah there were some conspiracies going around that people were trying to put this on the parents because of their neglect for their children you're putting three children at risk in a country that you don't know anything about in an apartment by themselves with the door unlocked Literally anything could happen And it's there. not like this is the 80s where everybody leaves everything unlocked. This is yeah. 2007. Yes. And so a lot of people were thinking, and even the parents were thinking, like, oh, those hounds were sent to go after our car. Because they had parked the rental car in an area with a bunch of other cars. And the dog had immediately sniffed that one out. I mean, rental cars probably see some weird shit. Probably. But, yeah, they think that the... The parents had thought that the dogs were wrong and that they were trained to go to that car. And, like, I don't think that you can train cadaver dogs to go to a specific car. I think that they are – they use their sniffers. Yeah, they're very highly trained. I trust the dog over a human. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, a dog can almost do no wrong. Eddie knows what his nose is up to, okay? Good boy, Eddie. He knows his nose. Um, and so they originally thought that maybe this was a robbery gone wrong, and uh, but they stated that there was nothing really missing from the room except a tennis bag. Now, I don't exactly know how big a tennis bag can be, but I can imagine a gym bag probably big enough to fit a toddler in there. I wonder if it was like, we're grabbing your last bit of shit and we're getting out of here. 
I don't know. Um, one of the uh, family's friends, her name was Jane Tanner, she stated a little while later that she had recalled seeing an adult carrying a child. Um, she said across the street, and but she said it the she couldn't really tell by the uh like the features of the child if it was Madeline she could tell that it had like fair hair kind of like her and a lot of the pajama colors looked like something that she would wear but they weren't sure but at I mean all. If so you for just a while see a they parent with to. like a diaper bag looking thing they didn't see a diaper bag it was just a guy carrying a child Oh, they didn't see the tennis bag? No. So, um... I'm just thinking, Because like, I think these were different timelines where, like, they noticed the tennis bag missing later, but Jane recalled oh, that there was some guy walking. Okay. I don't think she stated if she saw a bag or not, but... I mean, it wouldn't look as conspicuous if you had the bag, just because it's like, oh, we're gonna go to the car now, and this is all your stuff. Yeah, I think it was, like, they were... Tr- that was the main suspect for a while, and I don't recall getting his name on some places I heard that it was a blonde with acne and another place it was like a brunette guy so it's like like I said my information here could and you be know it's night and she saw it from a distance and so yeah, that so, testimony could be muddled and this is another thing is that the the um the tapas bar in the apartment were supposedly about 100 yards away from each other like in the picture i show you like the entrance i believe is on this street oh wow here. like they're that not is, one of these guys they're one of those guys yeah that's where their apartment is oh that's quite a wise that's that apparently you could see their apartment from the tapas bar but, but when you you're, couldn't see any detail you could just see the building i feel like at that distance yeah i don't think you would be able to actually see the entrance um, you might be able to see someone coming and going from there. And there's there. literally, like, a whole pool in between there and other things. And I think that there's kind of, like, a uh, like a wall as well. Like, kind of, uh, like, a, not necessarily a gate. but A it's privacy like, kind of wall thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, like, you can't see through it with the tapas bar. Like, that, their entrance faced the street. Plus, these people have been drinking. You're so drinking. You're conversing. Also... You're conversing with other people. You're not paying attention no. to something a hundred yards away. You're paying attention to the yeah, people around you. Yeah, someone want to check on them every fifteen minutes, but literally, <sighs> anyway, yeah, keep going. Yeah. So there, there was just a lot of um, there's a lot of sketchy details going on here, especially with what the bloodhounds had found, and um, so when the McCanns were. Um, they were under suspicion oh, for, for sure. obvious reasons, um, and there were approximately 49 questions that Kate McCann um, was asked, and she had only answered one of those. And she stated it was because she was really upset that they're not putting more effort into finding out what happened to their daughter, and they were treating her like a suspect. I see that, But though. that's how it always goes, is that, no, mm-hmm. if you're close to somebody, you're, you're, a gonna, you're a suspect. And you should lawyer up. And now it looks suspicious, but if you're a suspect in a murder or a kidnapping... You get a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm not going to go over all of these questions. A lot of them are just like, what were the details in the room? When did you discover that she was missing? A lot of like basic information. Because she. Basic questions that you would typically see. ask during an, an interrogation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will just go over a couple of them that I thought was really weird that she refused to answer. Um, one of them was, assuming Madeline was abducted, why did you leave the twins to go to the tapas and raise the alarm? The supposed abductor could still be in the apartment. That was one of them. Another one was, what does we let her down mean? So I don't know if they said that in a press conference or where exactly they said that, but they did say we let her down. Um, Obviously, where it could be heard and uh, documented, 
She didn't answer that either. Like, what does she mean that they let her down? Is it just because you weren't let, watching her? Yeah, and you, you left her unattended. You were being a bad parent. When the sniffer dog also marked human blood behind the sofa, did you say you couldn't explain any more than you already had? When the sniffer dog marked the scent of corpse coming from the vehicle you hired a month after the disappearance, did you say you couldn't explain any more than you already had? Um, a couple more. When human blood was marked in the boot of the vehicle, did you say you couldn't explain any more than you already had? When confronted with the results of Maddie's DNA carried out in a British lab, collected from behind the sofa and boot of the vehicle, did you say you couldn't explain any more than you already had? I don't know exactly which question she had answered, but a lot of the questions pertain to the scene, pertain to where they were, and then they start asking kind of more, like, like questions there, that make well, you also, suspicious. Well, also, it's like, is and, there any reason there would be, like, did she fall, get a bloody nose, like, that kind of stuff, very routine to make sure that it's actually something pertaining to the case, and not, like, some dumb accident, because, you know, kids get, they, like, hurt themselves all the time, at least I did yes. as a kid. Girl, I got concussions from tripping over the hem of my dress. And face planting. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of sketchy stuff going on around that case, around the parents. Some uh, theories behind it are that you know, in order to um, get them to fall asleep, that they had medicated them. They were practitioners, so you would think that. Oh, they gave them a Benadryl, go to bed, kind of deal. Yes. Um, they think that, yeah, so that's one of them is that they had medicated the children. Another one is that, um, maybe an accident had happened inside of the hotel room, uh, before they went to the tapas bar and that's why there was her blood that was found behind the sofa and, um, they were trying to figure out what they should do afterward or what they should do to, um, cover it up or make it seem like she was abducted there are also some theories that she was sold into sex trafficking and the mccann's were behind it um, oh like the mccann's sold her yeah not they, like because my immediate re- reaction unfortunately is when a kid gets abducted is that kid's kind of probably either dead already or in in the sex trade which is so yes. sad because it's kind of true <laughs> well especially with everything coming out now in 2020 oh yeah absolutely um, so, yeah, there were rumors that they had done that. And, like, they, I want to say that they were pretty well off. They weren't, like... They it, were all f- physicians. They don't necessarily need the money. And they had... No. And that was that was kind of one of the things that they were trying to, uh, like, discount was that, you know, they you know, they had money. Why would they need to get more money? Why would right. they... But, but why would you just sell one kid but keep the two? Exactly. And she was an adorable kid. She was... She would have, like... She was a very pretty little girl and when they did the age progressions as well like she just would have been a very adorable child growing up even yeah. still um so that was another rumor or that they had hired somebody to abduct her to put her into the sex trafficking um trade and uh, there's just a lot of theories there is a it. lot of angles towards is there is it mostly towards the parents at this point yeah because they don't have any other leads or do they end up finding more leads or is it still pretty they just are they do they do have another lead and i'll get into that (laughs) here in a second um i believe it was in 2010 there was a body of a girl found decomposed in a suitcase in australia prompting suspicions that it could be madeline mccann um, it states that the discovery of the fair-haired uh, girl's remains resulted in British cops investigating uh, the McCann's disappearance. Um, but, sadly, the Australian police said the remains were those of a girl aged between 2 and 4 in 2007, which, I mean, that was Madeline, who had mm-hmm. died in 2007. Um, however, the body was identified as another little girl. Her name was 
Candelise Pierce, which was a missing two-year-old, um, and she was the daughter of another woman whose skeletal remains were found in 2010. So they almost thought they they had they, found they McCann. They thought they did, but, but they didn't. Yeah, but it was another little girl. And I'll try to get into that case at another point. Not anytime soon because this yeah, one yeah. was already you really hard. You space out your child, your small children dying. I know. I can't handle too many all at once. Yes. Um. So there was that. They thought that they had found her and they hadn't. And it's been 13 years and there are still no leads to this case until 2020. And that's where I kind of say that this is an ongoing case because they had recently apprehended um, a suspect. Uh, he's a German man named Christian and they say his last name is just Christian B. Um, yeah, because they have a lot more privacy stuff. Yeah. Over in Europe. And um, supposedly they think that he was in that area around 2007. He's been arrested for previous crimes related to sexual assault and uh, like child pornography. He had recently not recently i don't recall the year that it had happened but he had like raped and beaten like a 72 year old woman oh my god um and like this guy is honestly just a a big piece of shit Uh i didn't look a whole lot into his records because like i said everything is still ongoing and a lot of what they're saying there's still a lot of privacy stuff with him too yes and so i and i will definitely do an updated episode if we find out any more information about this guy um he is right now the lead suspect in this case and um yeah like I I don't know where I stand on this um issue because Casey Anthony I definitely think that she did it oh Casey well there's some fishy stuff with that one like it's either she did it and her parents helped cover it up or like her parents something like I don't know it was neglecty and then they found her it was that is definitely a case I'll try to get into eventually at some point as well. Girlfriends, I stop! It. You're gonna make yourself so more paranoid with your own children. I know. I are, oh, I'm you already either. are super paranoid yes. with your own children. You're gonna yes. be even more. Yeah. Gonna... If I lose sight of my child for like ten seconds, oh, yeah. I freak out because I don't trust anybody. No. So the fact that like, yeah, I don't want to put the blame on a parent. But if you decide to leave your children to go out drinking, your super young children who can't do anything for I themselves. I literally, when I heard it the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, brilliant idea. I was thinking they were older. There was all of them in one room, you know, like, then you only need the one key to pass around to the parents to get and through. And that's the thing is that you have a key. Why can't you use a key? Why did you have to leave the back door Why can't you all put them in one room and have it all locked up? And have yeah. one key that you just hand... Oh, buddy, it's your turn. Go get them. Probably because it would have been a lot harder for them to maneuver their kids at, when they were done drinking alcohol and You just tapas. let them crash in there. You have them have a slumber party. Well, I can't explain why these oh doctors... And how many total adults were there? Seven? Seven adults, nine children. Jesus. Um, another thing is, is that supposedly there was, like... There were, like, on-site sitters... For, um, that you could hire? That you could hire. Because they had the kitty they land? Did, they did have um, kind of like a child daycare that was open until 11.30 p.m. Oh, my so God. It's like, why, why didn't you do that? Exactly. And this was a resort. So, so a that's lot of why, it, oh, my gosh. That's why the parents it's are. It's a little fishy. It is the, super fishy now. That's that why I, the parents are a little sus, in my opinion, because they could have, they could have easily, yeah, locked the door, kept all the kids in one room. They could have hired, hired a the, sitter. Hired a sitter. Taking them to the daycare. Taking them to the daycare. That's why I'm, I don't want to exactly say where I am on this stance, especially since they have apprehended a suspect. Um, 
it's by it's neglectful at best and t- horrible tragedy at worst. But I mean, you just have to think from the perspective of a parent. Why would you leave your child in an unlocked room in a foreign country where literally anything can happen? There's a John I Mulaney that... bit where he's like, "I was 12. Oh, I was 10, and she was 13, being my babysitter. That's like having a horse wash your dog. This is a horse watching a dog. Yeah, you're you can't having... let your five year old watch your she what, wasn't even they, five. She, what were they, two-year-old twins? I think they were two-year-olds, and I think she was three or four. Oh, my God. It's like a horse watching a dog. It's, um, yeah, it was, I think that's where I, like, like I said, I don't want to put the blame on the parents, but at the same time, it is truly neglectful to leave your young children in a room just to go out and have drinks. And, like, I get it. You're on vacation. You want to have fun with your friends while you're but there. But there, there's also so many options, and you said they've been here before? I don't, I don't think that they had been there before. Okay. But, like, and I had written it down at some point, but I think Jerry had even said that, you know, they went to this tapas bar, and it was, like, he didn't think that it was a big deal because they didn't seem that far away. It was, like, if they had dinner on their back patio. And it's, like, no, if you were on your back patio, you You're not 100 see... yards away from your house. Yeah. And that's kind of why I'm on the, um, the edge of, Does I don't want to say that they... monitors reach that far, even? A hundred yards. Maybe not in 2007. No, I think you'd probably need some sort of high-tech equipment. Yeah, I think nowadays um, you can. You just set up a ring camera on your baby. You see it anywhere. But I'm thinking, like, you know, they went to a foreign country. Maybe they had some sort of opportunity come up to them where, you know, we'll pay you this amount of money for your Mm -hmm. child. And so, you know, they have all these adults used as an excuse, like, as a, as a, not a motive, a, um, Alibi? Yes, as an alibi. Thank you. Uh, you know, we weren't there, so how can we be put I to blame? I just feel like but then I can see a someone being... in the back of their rental car. But the rental car, that's, I don't know. I don't know how much I put into the rental car, just because rental cars are funky, and they did get it 24 days after. And if the police searched the actual place initially, mm-hmm. why would it? And it could be just, like, pure coincidence that they had picked up a I rental think, car. See, I think that had. might be a coincidence thing because, you know what? Rental cars have had some weird shit go down. I guarantee it. Probably, yeah. That's Nobody why people get their own cars, cars. Yeah. to hide a body. <laughs> yeah. And then another theory that I kind of had, though, too, is that, like, kids like to wander. So if she had woken up, she's wondering where her parents are the day before she was crying. Like, maybe oh. she's like, where are my parents at? So and she, she went... could have left. She could But that doesn't really account for the window and the shutters being all weird. It doesn't. And Because um... we're, oh, I guess maybe if it was, like, if the windows were kind of towards the general area of the tapas bar. Yeah. Because she could have hollered out there. Yeah, or she, like, she was in her own room at that time, so she could, have been, also, tr- she could have been trying to mess with it as well. She's also three or four. I don't know that she has the the body strength like that to no. open a window and, like, the mechanical skills. But we don't know how light this door was. We don't know, if, or window. We don't know if it was, like, a heavy window that but you also, have in a house. she's or not like very a light tall. One. No. Unless she's climbing on top of stuff. That's why this whole situation just doesn't make any sense in my personal opinion. It doesn't. And that's why I'm not taking a Because that's the only sign of, like, really a struggle is the blood in a couple places and Mm -hmm. then the windows being all weird. And that's another thing is that the media likes to highlight on the fact that, you know, all the suspicions around the parents. But why would the window need to be open if the back door were open? It could have just been an excuse in case they were behind the disappearance of their child. Because 
If somebody is, because you said earlier the guy went by and he was like, it looked lighter in that room. Yeah, but Initially, I mean, they could all be behind that. That was another theory. Is that, or it you know, could be like a different parent in the group, a part of something. Yeah. Who is like doing something shady. Literally every single person involved in this case is suspicious and they should have been taken in as suspicion because you neglected your child. You left well, them in a room like, unattended. You know, letting, it doesn't matter if you're checking on them every 20 minutes while they were well, asleep. How close were these like friends they had? Did they all go on vacation together or were these other so, people yeah. in the resort? I think they all went on vacation together. Okay, that's Originally, better than I thought that they had, had all met, met on resort. resort. That's but, what I was like. That's super funky. Don't do that. But then I was like, okay, how often do you, two doctors run into like a bunch of other doctors? That makes sense. So makes I sense. think that they were all probably pretty often. Prior, There's a lot of doctors. They had, they had scheduled this together, and they that's why they decided to do that. But yeah, that's why this whole suspicion or this whole case is very suspicious from every direction. There's so many theories behind it. Whether she had wandered off, whether the parents were behind it whether the parents and some of their friends were behind it whether or there the was parents actual... had no idea it was the other person's like their friend's idea to do all this they just went with it because everybody else was doing something yeah or there's some lone person out there who literally had, had abducted scoped her it child. out or you know somebody who was fishy working at the resort was scoping and everything out and was like oh they don't they I leave think everything that was another around theory too that they and thought like, that it could have been, been a, a staff resort member where, yeah because yeah they're keeping an eye on everything they see mm-hmm. them keep it could like, be a completely different guest in the resort it, it could be somebody who lived across the street from that apartment. Exactly. And they kept that, going that, yeah. There. Oh my. It's just because that is a busy street right there. Looking at the map, that's a pretty main road. Yeah. Like wh- what? <laughs> so, I get being off the main road though, like loca- location wise, as a resort though, because you're easy to find, you're easy to leave, you're easy to get where you need to go. I understand that, but it also makes it super fishy with trafficking like that. Because like Wichita has a really big sex trafficking thing because of all of the. Uh, there's a lot of major highways that come through here mm-hmm. that are pretty big. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's my case on Madeline McCann. No definitive evidence pertaining to any particular person persons involved. Still an ongoing case with a recent German suspect that was rep- apprehended. Oh, he's German? Yeah. Um, that was supposedly there around that time. And I... He could be that fishy guest member. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, which I don't know if I had stated or not. The guy that was walking away with the child was Uh later identified as a guy literally carrying his child across the street. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I was like, yeah, a guy. I mean, he was a top suspect for a while, but when eventually they were able to track him down, he's like, no, this is my child. And he's like. She was asleep. I was carrying her away. Here's like, you want to peek in the bedroom real quick? There's my daughter. She does have blonde hair. I can't really control that, though. Yeah, all (laughs) girls wear bright colored pajamas. They all wear the same Target or Walmart colors pajamas. Like Target, yeah. (laughs) Um... So, yeah, what, what do you think? Um, I'm kind of leaning, I don't know, because I don't want to put it on the parents because that, I do see them having done a lot of neglect. And that yeah. that is definitely on the parents for leaving them unattended. But I don't want to definitively say the parents are responsible, like they sold their daughter. They don't really need the money. They can afford to go vacation like this. Yeah. With a bunch of other people. So I'm sure they maybe got a room break. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to... But if she was abducted, I definitely do think she's unfortunately at this point dead or in the sex trafficking. Yeah. And I think I forgot what year it was, but they stated that they think that she's already dead. And they had spent a lot of money on this case as of I think it was 
either 2010 oh, or 2015. This is an international case. Like it was like 13 million US dollars. Mm-hmm. Was That's, this all investigated by Portugal or did No, English it was Portugal, and UK, and um what was the uh, I think it was Portugal, UK. There were three different Oh yeah, I just wrote authorities in three different countries over 10 years. I think it may have been German, Germany as well. Oh, I I bet they did, especially now that they have that German suspect. Yeah. They had to get involved probably with yeah. a little bit of that. <sighs> but that that would make sense why it's so expensive because it's international. Yeah. Honestly, of like if anything were to happen to Sam, like I think that like obviously I would know that I would be a suspect because I'm his mother mm-hmm. and I would respect but that, but I would you could, hate it. You, then we would play them this podcast where you talk about how much you fucking hate all these other people and how you could never do that. Well, like, if and you, then you have this you whole backlog look- of evidence and all of your Instagram pictures are you and yeah, your I was kid. Like, and- you could look at my Instagram. You could look at my Facebook where I'm constantly quoting my son. Constantly. I like. You could look at my journal where I'm constantly writing about my son. You can look at all the pictures yeah. I've taken. I like, feel like I think something that- happened to Sam. You and Cody would be dismissed pretty quickly as suspects because you would not have that. Uh, what's her name? I just I've been listening to a lot of Jean Benet Ramsey stuff lately, Ugh. and so like all like her nine one one call, like you're not gonna be like doing that. Don't you're gonna be like you're that. gonna be like hyperventilating in the background. You're gonna be like Cody, I can't call him. Oh my god, I would go? be throwing oh my god. up. Yeah, like if I get too worked up, I throw up. Oh my god. Like the day that we had to put my childhood dog down, I was at work and I was like, I like I have was to put my it? dog down. The Bucks? Yeah. I think. Because I, um, I, they were like, Amber, I'm sorry, you can't go home because, like, we, we need you here. And I had worked myself up so much that day that I had thrown up while I was working. And they're like, okay, you can't work here. And I was like, I know. Thank you. That's at least a default. Because, you know, with food service, you can only leave if you got a fever, you're throwing up. It's true. But even then, I, like, I was coughing up blood and I was still required You were coughing up blood? Yeah. That's not healthy. And then I got in trouble because I was in a bad attitude. And I was like, I'm literally copying up blood and forced like, to work. I can't be petty. I can't. As you like, I just imagine one of those like handkerchiefs coming out of your pocket of your apron. And you just, <laughs> and there's blood on it. it I mean, it in. wasn't a lot of blood. It was a, but I know. That's yeah, just the, like, the funny thing I see. Um. So, yeah, tough, tough story. Tough. Uh, yeah everything don't trust anybody never trust the living that's a beetlejuice especially do not leave your child alone don't trust your children by themselves don't trust the living (laughs) no like if i need to go go pick up a gallon of milk at target and my son is there with like at home i'm not gonna be like hey stay here by yourself while i'm gone for 10 minutes but also he's way younger and when he's older definitely well i mean he's six years old right now and Madeline was younger when she was abducted. I would never Even if I in had my the right, doors locked. I like, would never in my right mind leave a four-year-old to watch two-year-olds. Even if they're in bed. Because, you know, what if somebody gets sick? What if somebody gets up in the middle of the night and needs to do something? Yeah, and, you what know, if one of those babies had rolled off of the bed? Because apparently they were sleeping on two twin, like, size no bumper beds or something. Oh, travel cots. So. Okay. Um, no, I mean, no and railings. they were too. I guess they don't really need railings at that point. But I mean, I mean, I did. I was a roll. I was. I am a tosser and a turner. I've never fallen off my bed. Oh my god! But my sister fell off her bed one time. One time, Sam did when he was a baby because I picked him up out of his crib and I was still tired. Oh, that was like one of my biggest regrets because like he had fallen 
and he started crying and we had um like a metal desk so there was the metal leg and his head was right here he almost hit that and he was like an inch away from hitting the metal leg yeah so scary i last time i did that (laughs) my, my my grandma bless her heart so she was holding me she had her big big cordless 97 phone in one arm and me in the yes. other drops the phone on my head and so now i i i like to make jokes about it because i listen to a lot of web music on the concert it's been right by the amp no no like ear protection so yeah i do hear ringing oh, in no. my ears every now and then like kind of tonight is he kind of not i haven't gotten it looked at it's whatever i can't really hear out of my right ear it's fine but oh. th- and i so i always joke that when i'm not thinking i hear a dial tone <laughs> That's so mean. One time my it's grandma so was funny. supposed to be watching me and I had crawled up my like great aunt Judy's stairs. It's about 20 feet up. Uh-huh. crawled through the barrier and I fell down. Yeah. Yep. Apparently like the wind was just knocked out of me and I was like, I was a baby. Kids are pretty durable though. Yeah. We're, we're like, we're like sponge. I mean, we are sponges, but we're like, I don't know, rubber. I'm just like, yeah, bounce. the bones aren't fully formed. So your, your bones are still mostly cartilage at that yeah. point. It's weird. But, yeah, so that's my story. And then, uh, yeah, I do hopefully plan on doing an updated um, version uh, here whenever we get any more information. But that is the story of Madeline McCann. Alrighty. Well, you can follow us on Instagram at Creepy Coffee House Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Creepy Coffee House. You can email us something, anything really to uh creepycoffeehouse at gmail.com we take um story suggestions if you have any listener stories um we're trying to figure out a more fun way to engage with you guys so just just talk to us we want to talk to people maybe we'll even do like a live segment not necessarily like 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 an instagram live yeah where we can just be like hey if you guys have any questions just like talk to us we could do like uh have a coffee with us sometime yeah Yeah, we'll all sit down have coffee and you can talk to us about anything on do like an instagram live or something that'd be fun that could be cool we could think that about your favorite creepy yeah creepy stuff that just came off the top of my head and honestly if we do it i've been kind of thinking we should do one but i never thought of the like live well i thought of the live but i wasn't thinking of like the sitting down and drinking actual coffee with people okay all these ideas are just popping out of us i know they come to me in the middle that's disgusting I hate that. Why we are I moving say? past that so quick. Okay. Moving past that. Please like, subscribe on on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcast. We still don't have enough data to get an actual rating, so please leave us a five-star review. Leave us some nice things in the comment of it, and we'll uh, give some shout-outs. And you can give any shout-outs you want to on there. Uh, oh, quick shout out. Netherlands, we see you. Thank yeah. you for listening. Every morning I wake up and I'm like, do we get Australia or Netherlands? Because they, they're like on the opposite time schedule as us. Oh, yeah. And so I'm always like, please. And we did it. Australia, Netherlands you're next, baby. We're coming for Hopefully. you. I'm excited, though. Yeah, me too. We're so happy we have like listeners all over. And yes, if you... Um, are international and there's a case that you would really like to listen to please let us know and we will do our research for you even if you already know it we, and you want to hear more about it because yeah if you're not international and you want to tell us you want us to tell a story in your in neck of the woods or whatever we still have virginia's holding on strong yeah still virginia's doing really well seattle you got a lot of listenership up there i'm so excited guys uh dallas is still hanging in there a lot of wichita still Good. But Pittsburgh, Kansas, 
aka Pitt State, where my cousin and my sister go. They took, they beat Overland Park for number two in Wichita, so Ooh. pretty proud of them. Noise. My cousin says he listens to us on his tractor while he's working one of his farm jobs, so that's as much Kansas as this podcast gets. That makes me super happy. <laughs> I just see him in his tractor listening to us talk about Riverdale, and that's what I die laughing about. <laughs> <laughs> she had like another idea while we were at work and she's like okay here's this idea and i was like okay so we'll just add it to the list we have a riverdale rewatch podcast oh, we have a creepy veronica mars i want to do a veronica mars watch podcast i thought you said buffy too no there already is a buffy one like we... you need to watch buffy i know i need to watch veronica mars too i know the, the veronica mars is the you podcast, need to watch umbrella though. academy i will i might have some free time coming up soonish so i have some shows i want to watch i think i might start vampire diaries because it's my little sister's like fave like teen soap opera yeah, but supernatural I'm really be shorter i will i will seasons. i know i like know it's super short each. yeah no i'll watch that too but i'm like once i i'm working on my cue for when i have free time again okay so that'll be in there okay but yeah i'm ashlyn i'm amber And we'll see you next time at the Creepy Coffee House. See ya. Bye.